Hello and welcome. This is the What If I Told You podcast spooky season bonus feature. Number two. Week two. Week two. If you hear any rustling, it's the dogs. They will not be denied. Just heard the back door open. It's fenced in. Um, please check out our TikTok and our Instagram and send us an email at what if I told you podcast at gmail.com. The spooky nook. I haven't really done anything like Halloween seasony. No. Um, I am planning on making pumpkin bread probably tomorrow. Uh, when I get home, I was going to try and work from home all day, but I might only work from home in the afternoon. Whatever. Um, so I'm going to make some pumpkin bread tomorrow. Hell yeah. So that's seasonal. Dakota was talking about how he wants to watch the, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer show on Netflix. I told him I would watch it with him, even though something about Jeffrey Dahmer disturbs me intensely. I also really have a weird feeling about it's one thing to do like a documentary style. It's it kind of weirds me out a little like there's what like three about Ted Bundy that came out within like two years. Yeah. And then now we have this one. There's like a John Wayne Gacy one that's coming out. I'm just disturbed by the, like, fictional retellings of these. I don't know. It it's I find it very strange. Well, I understand this, why, but. This one was good. I mean, I think they tried to be actually pretty accurate with this one. And, of course, Evan Peters is phenomenal. So, I liked it. What? Yeah, I mean, I, I watched one of the Ted Bundy ones. The one with Zac Efron. I thought he did an excellent job. It was well filmed. Um, I understood what they were doing with that because it doesn't actually show any of his murders because it's based on a book written by that girl he was with. But I don't know. I just feel like let's. Let's make, I don't know, let's make something else, maybe? I don't, I just, it disturbs me that there are so many coming out right now. Yeah. When there are other, really, there are other stories they could tell about people who are actually, like, good people and, like, did some cool shit. Yeah. Instead of, you know, murdered people and use drills to put holes in their skulls, but you know 
This is why I don't work for Netflix, apparently. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. They could work on bringing us actual legit vampire content. That's much more exciting. That's true. Uh, April is chewing on a ball right now, so... Yeah, I will say, with how loud the kids are being and the dogs, all of that's going to be in the episode. That's fine. Okay. It's fine. This is this is what we're dealing with. Yeah. Um, look at him. Artie? Aww. Uh, with Dakota gone and, like, being at work all day and they're home alone and then, obviously, I'll be at work all day day tomorrow well most of the day tomorrow i just can't leave them locked downstairs it makes me feel bad because they're just little doggies so i don't know what's happening to my towels we have like three i used to have like i don't know nine or ten um Maybe your house is haunted by a ghost that really enjoys a good quality towel. It has to be it. There's really no other explanation. Which, you know, ghosts kind of bring us into the topic of today. We're talking about... Uh... What Was that you? Uh, yeah, you got a mail notification on here. Mail? Like email? Yeah. Um, well, didn't come in on my phone yet. So, anyway, um, <clears throat> we're doing a haunting today. A local haunting. Yes. Which is excellent. Yet another stop on our travel channel TV show tour once that gets locked down. <laughs> yeah, Springfield's what, like an hour and a half away? Two hours? Two hours, yeah. Two hours. I actually did my first year of college at MSU in Springfield. Springfield's a cool town. Mm. Um, I'm not going to comment about Springfield and living there, but I will say much more of a Kansas City girl. (laughs) So that's that. Um, We're talking about the Landers Theater, which I never went to while I lived there. Never even really heard about it. Um, So But I was also not really trying to go on any ghost tours. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Yeah. So, it's a haunted theater. Yeah. About two hours away from where we are currently at, so. Cool. Uh, I could do the history. Okay. Fire away. Yeah, here we go. The Landers Theater opened up on September 18th in 1909 and began its long history as being a source of entertainment for people by hosting vaudeville shows and tabloid shows. Joining the 
Orpheum circuit with a new show offering every week. After joining the circuit, the Landers Theater was known as the Landers Orpheum Theater. Their first stage production was a vaudeville performance of Golden Girl. Uh, The performers stayed up on the fourth floor apartments while performing at the theater and high profile thespians and performers that loved to show their talents um, include the Weaver brothers and Elvery. I was going to say Elvery, but and Elvery um, during their pre-film years. Also George Cohen, Lon Chaney, John Philip Sousa, Sousa, and Lillian Russell performed here as well. Don't know any of those people. Nope. In 1915, what was offered as entertainment at the Landers was expanded when a silent film called Birth of a Nation was shown to rave reviews by their patrons. Um, Silent movies became a main feature with musical or drama stage performances between the films being shown. But, unfortunately, on December 17th, 1920, there was a fire. It started at 12.45 p.m. in the basement, and for a time, it was feared that it would destroy the entire block. The cause was believed to be an explosion in the boiler, which set fire to a large pile of coal. Fire damage was contained to the stage and dressing room, and the auditorium sustained smoke and water damage. And losses included a pipe organ valued at $7,500 and 50 tons of coal. Man, $7,500 in 1920, that's like a shit ton of money. Yeah. But it could have been much worse. The theater was lucky. The fact that an asbestos curtain was lowered when the fire was first discovered saved the auditorium from much greater damage. Now, an asbestos curtain sounds not good, but it apparently was good in this instance. What what is an asbestos curtain? I have no idea. Looks like Chip's going to have to look that one up for us. Yes. Um, the theater was rebuilt according to the original baller architectural plans by the, by Inslee Barber. I first thought that said Inslee Brothers. Um, and then it reopened in 1922. As the popularity of vaudeville was waning throughout the 1920s, the Landers Theater became more and more of a movie house. So kind of switched its venue and silent movies were really popular. In 1928, after the release of the first Talkie, the Landers Theater made the jump to showing films with sound. I don't like that they called a movie with sound a Talkie. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense, but I just don't like it. It was the 35th facility in the world to play talkies. No. No, no it's, it's repeated too many times now. <laughs> the first talkie movie to play at the Landers Theater was The Jazz Singer. Talkie movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the jazz singer. Side note, um, several years ago, actually, whenever we still lived with Lauren, um, in the duplex, Dallas and Brianna came over and we watched, like, you can find on YouTube, like, the first movie in color, or the first, like, movie, period, you can find it on YouTube, and a really early, uh, Mickey Mouse cartoon, yeah. That's Creepy. some of the most disturbing shit I've ever seen. Especially yeah. the, the Mickey Mouse one. It's borderline a horror film. <laughs> <laughs> and the other, the like first movie ever or whatever, super creepy, dude. Like, I think it has a lot to do with like the lighting obviously, because they didn't have all of the lighting shit that we use now. Right. Obviously, and cameras were not as good. Like, it's just... It was weird. Weird. I bet it was. <laughs> I can't... I think it did have sound. So it was a talkie. It was a talkie. <laughs> I have no idea what it was even called though. Um, but Dallas and Brianna had found it somehow and pulled it up on YouTube and I was like, "Cool. Thank you for bringing this into my life. I'm super glad. Super glad." Um anyway, so now we're going to get into the hauntings. So, a little background information about um fires and how they relate to hauntings. So, fires that result in... Hey, April. April. April! Okay, you can quit that now. Thank you. Uh, fires that result in deaths can cause restless spirits. Spirits that are not willing to accept that they died so painfully, which... Um, one of my greatest fears is burning to death or being severely burned and still alive. Girl, that's enough. Hey, get back to your ball. Come on, where's your ball? Find it somewhere. Uh, yeah, being burned is the worst. Um, so obviously the spirits are restless and while still reliving their deaths, they continue to do what they enjoy, they enjoyed most while alive. So obviously people who died in the Landers Theater fire would still lurk around the theater. Uh, because, uh, stage performance was what they enjoyed doing with their life. So... Um, spirits generally of thespians and theater support workers may decide to spend their afterlife in their favorite place to work on and off the stage. How precious. So some claim that the major fire at the Landers Theater killed a janitor who was trapped inside by fire and smoke. Others say no one died in the fire, so whether or not it's true, there is a janitor who stays to enjoy the actors performing on the, sp on the stage, and this janitor's name was Ned. 
So, Ned, just be lurking. Some people... Hey! <laughs> okay, the dogs and the kids. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, there's one story where a couple of people were playing with a Ouija board, which can obviously be very dangerous, and in the balcony of the theater and reported that the entity's name was Ned. And in his afterlife, the spirit of Ned enjoys watching the actors rehearse, and these actors have seen him in the balcony watching them with much interest. So he seems like a peaceful spirit, to be honest. He's just watching. Yeah. What up, Ned? In another incident that has nothing to do with the fire, a tragic accident occurred at the theater when a baby fell from the balcony to its death. Obviously, the mother was distraught. And it is... Hey, can you please quit? Babes. She's just, like, popping the ball in and out. This is how she ruins every ball that they ever have. Um, so, obviously, the mother was sick with grief. And still, people report that a baby's cries can be heard as well as a mother trying to comfort it. Performers have even reported seeing an apparition of a baby falling from the balcony during rehearsals, which is obviously very upsetting. Uh, yeah. The spirit of the mother may also enjoy watching rehearsal rehearsals when she isn't reliving her horrific event. So there's a mom and a baby lurking in the balcony alongside Ned. Aww. That's really uh, depressing, so. That is very um, depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, during the 1920s, so this is post-fire, another story says that there was a man who was killed with a knife in the second balcony and died there. Obviously, others claim that this is a made-up story to thrill visitors. However, there is a spirit who watches from the old uh, segregated section, back when those existed. Ooh, that feels gross. Yeah. But the spirit possibly um, stabbing victim, maybe not, is described as being a green orb or phosphorescent haze about five feet tall. The spirit is seen in the second balcony and on the landing between the first and second balconies. He or she, too, likes to watch the rehearsals. Aww. Yep. So that one's just a, just a green light up there in the balcony. Which, honestly, it's kind of, kind of a vibe. April, I'm about to kick you out. I'm serious. It's, there's almost like a whole crowd of ghosties hanging out in the Landers Theater. Yeah. We got Ned, the mom and the baby, the guy who was stabbed, 
at least one actor and at least one past theater support worker. That's like six people just chilling. Yeah. So people who spend time in the theater, whether it's working or rehearsing, have a ton of interactions with the spirits who live there. And they have what they have in common is love for the stage and performances. But there is one exception. There is one spirit who lingers in the lobby and is just pissed all the time. (laughs) They call her a crabby female. Unseen presence stomps through the lobby in high heels in a real huff. Beth Doman The Springfield Little Theater's executive director shares, quote, she hangs out in the lobby and it feels like she's angry. She's kind of an angry kitty. End quote. Okay. Weird. That's that's a weird way to put that. She also says, I don't know what happened to her, but she's not a a happy camper because the energy changes pretty quick and you can hear these high-heeled shoes walking the clicky 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 <laughs> of high-heeled shoes which that's enough to make anybody angry wearing high-heeled shoes. Um sure. So yeah, so maybe she's like a businesswoman and she's got to mm-hmm. walk at this very swift clip through the lobby she ain't got time right that doesn't mean she's mad Mm -hmm. okay so in the auditorium there's a middle-aged male apparition who appears in a pretty solid form he looks very lifelike And in the middle of the auditorium, before the lighting and technical director, as he returned from the basement to, as he, I wrote this in a really weird way. Okay. So he appears in front of the lighting and technical director. He, the lighting and technical director was returning from the basement where he was trying to make the security system work. And the theater was closed. That's when he sees the middle-aged man in the auditorium. He originally thought that the man was actually a living person and asked if he could help him. And then the apparition went behind a pillar and just disappeared. That's creepy. That's very creepy. Because it sounds like the theater or the uh, lighting director was there alone. Because the theater was closed. Right. And he's coming up in the basement, which is notoriously creepy. And he sees a man. Yeah. That's scary to think about. Yeah. And our last one, seen in the lobby, a stage designer and co-technical director for the theater was at the Landers in the 1990s, working late when he saw someone standing in the lobby. 
Obviously, he thought it was someone who was able to get in through the front door, so he approached the man to ask why he was there. And he says, he just kind of stood there and stared at me, and I said, sir, the building's closed and I need to ask you to leave. He just stood there, so I started walking toward him, and as I walked toward him, he turned around, walked toward the auditorium, in which case I got a little angry that somebody was in there, so I followed him, I went right around the corner to confront him, and there was no one there. It was probably the same man that the other guy saw. Probably. This sounds like two encounters with the same spirit. Yeah, agreed. So, there have been paranormal investigations held there, obviously, and there were temperature readings done in the balcony where there are much colder spots where the spirits have made their appearances. So, the spots in the balcony, the spots in the lobby, and the auditorium read much much cooler in temperature than the rest of the building, which apparently tells paranormal investigators that spirits are present. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, People who currently work and rehearse at the Landers um, have their own... Wait. I don't know why that part is there. It's just a reiteration that they have an audience of spirits watching them. No need to say that again. So that's all the hauntings. The, well, the spirits who haunt the theater. You can also do ghost tours, I believe. I'm pretty sure. We should go on one. Yeah. Um, so just a little bit more about the theater. Um, the nonprofit Springfield Little Theater Organization was formed in 1934, um, and it bought the building. And they undertook some major restoration projects, restoring the grand old Landers Theater back to its former 1909 glory. Um, they added, they added like modern theater equipment to bring it up to the 20th century standards. The total price of this was $500,000. Ooh, ooh. Since the 1970s, the Landers Theater, which is the oldest and largest civic theater in Missouri, has offered as artistic entertainment and many civic stage shows. Their first play on stage was The Importance of Being Earnest. Which is one of my very favorite plays written by Oscar Wilde. It's hilarious. I know nothing about plays. Oh. Oscar Wilde also wrote uh, The Picture of Dorian Gray, which is one of my favorite novels. Oh. It's excellent. It was also the home base for the Springfield Opera, the Springfield Ballet, and the Springfield symphonic concert series before all these professional performance groups moved into their new concert hall the creamery arts center that's a weird name (laughs) yeah a full range of community educational programs offer after school classes and summer workshops for all students for students of all ages um 
elementary and middle school troops are able to have their play performances on the lander stage, which is obviously quite an experience uh, for younger aspiring thespians. And uh, I lost my place. Uh, Adult Community Theater also has a home there offering adults a chance to perform on stage. So whoever is on stage seems to be performing for not only living audiences, but theatrical spectral enthusiasts. Oh, that's cute. So cute. Well, I'm glad none of these ghosts seem to be hostile. They yeah. all seem to just be chilling. We are just chilling. Watching some good old community theater. Fuck yeah. I've actually never gone to like a community play. I mean, I've been to a handful of stage plays in college, like put on by the college. Right. But never just gone to a community theater to see a stage production, which is kind of a bummer. I would really like to see some Broadway plays. I would like to see Sweeney Todd on Broadway. Very cool. Super cool. I do love that sort of thing. I don't know that Dakota would want to go with me. It might be a situation where I have to go by myself. Which I would. I would do. I wouldn't care. But, yeah. So, that's your haunting for the week. The Landers Theater. Anybody from Springfield, let us know if you've ever uh, been here. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever experienced any of these spirits you know did you see ned or maybe the the baby yeah did you see the ghost baby the ghost baby Ooh, that's disturbing that is very disturbing exceptionally creepy um also, the other day when you sent me that La Llorona TikTok. Yeah. That was really disturbing as well. Yes, it was. The, the sounds. It it affected me. <laughs> so, there's that. So, everyone listening, we did an episode on La Llorona last year. So, you should check it out very interesting it is interesting and um that's all that's all for today folks yep uh thank you laura and ariel for being badasses as always yeah 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 um please please subscribe to the show Share our show with your friends. 
give us a five star rating and review. Be real cool of you. Um, and follow us on all the socials. So do all that, and we'll catch you cats on Tuesday. Hell yeah. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, humans and ghosties, please just uh, be kind to each other. Let's stay weird. Okay, goodbye.